Chapter Fourteen of Our Western Birds. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Our Western Birds by Elizabeth and Joseph Grinnell. The Western Gull. This is our common Californian gull, our own familiar bird, which the law says you shall not kill. Just as it says, you shall not kill the turkey buzzard. The two birds are similar in one respect; they are public benefactors. They seldom catch and kill their own food, because it is their business to clean up after other folks. They are protected at all times of the year. Our seagulls are always on the watch for a job in the cleaning up business, but you must not think for a moment that they are doing this work for our sakes. Or because they care a straw whether or not any place looks tidy, they are thinking of their own hunger and the quickest way of satisfying it after their own fashion. When the sea goes away from the beach in the morning, it always leaves its crumbs on the shore, little shellfish and broken bits of anything, including now and then fragments of somebody's lunch tossed the evening before into the water. So the early morning is your best time to watch the gulls. Go and sit stock still by a boat or heap of sand, and you will not be noticed by the birds. Along will come the gulls before it is broad daylight to pick up their breakfast. They are beautiful and graceful on the white sands, pecking as they go. Now and then, flying out into the surf to snatch some titbit that is being washed away. The gulls are always spotlessly clean; their lovely white heads glistening with a seawater bath. They like to perch on the little boats anchored in the bay. You toss them a piece of bread, and they watch for another. Gulls have learned that nobody harms them, and they are tame, expecting food of strangers. They are said to be very fond of cheese, and have been known to return day after day to a place where they have received this choice morsel. Where farms come close down to the sea, the gulls are known to follow the plough. And to snatch the worms from the furrow close to the ploughman's heels, this is one of the few birds our farmers have no dislike for. They are not birds of long flight, but always may be seen along shore and in harbours. They love to visit ships and dine with the ship's crew. Sailors are very fond of them when in port, and entice the confiding birds as visitors. Gulls seem very fond of the society of fishermen on account of what their nets contain. They watch for the return of the boats at daybreak, walking impatiently up and down the sand and flying out to meet them when the boats come in sight. When the fishermen drag out their nets from the boat's bottom and begin to dress their catch for the markets, it is then you should watch the gulls. They will snatch food almost from the hands of the men, and by the time the fish is all cleaned, the parts to be thrown away have disappeared. We stood on the beach at sunrise and tossed bits of fish to the gulls. They had already breakfast and were sluggish from overeating, but the sight of further supplies made them wish they had room for more. One great handsome bird came near and watched the bit of fish as we tossed it out. It fell on the sand. The gull pushed it out into the water, but kept an eye on it. Just as it was going out with the tide, the gull ran in and brought it back. It dropped it on the sand and then pushed it down so the fingers of the tide could just reach it. Then the bird ran in after it again. 
The bird kept up this apparent sport for a long while, and others joined the play. They accepted several pieces of fish which we gave them, and amused themselves until the morsels were worn and torn into little shreds. This sport of the gulls was very interesting, and since then we have often given them scraps of food to play with. It is only when the fishermen bring in their night's catch, however, that gulls seem to have more than enough of anything to eat. Of course, gull flesh is not very good for eating. Still, some of the sea beach people who live far from market do use the birds for food and declare the meat better than nothing. It has the blending of fish and flesh flavor, not to one's liking. Our western gull nests on the Santa Barbara and Farallone Islands, and at Catalina they have taken possession of a large rock in the surf which nobody else cares for. It is called gull rock. The eggs are three, placed on the bare rock or ground. Parent gulls have a shrill, harsh cry at nesting time. This cry is answered by a whine from the young ones. Young gulls do not get their full plumage until they are two or three years of age, but are dusky brown all over. On this account, when you are watching a number of gulls on the beach, you may think some of them are another sort of bird. Notice how lightly the gulls swim on the water. Almost the whole bird is in sight, while many other waterfowl swim with only the neck above the surface. This is because their feathers are very thick and the body very small. Really, gulls are more than half plumage. This makes them so light of weight they sit just touching the water, riding in their own boat. It is a pretty sight to see the gulls floating around the pier, close to the bobbing boys. They are watching for the cracker you are eating. Ready to snatch it when you drop it, and no doubt they are watching the fish beneath them, having a good time of their own, just out of reach of the gulls who are no divers. Should an honest old pelican happen along its way home with a fish hanging out of its mouth and accidentally pass a gull, the gull would most likely steal the fish. Old pelican would have to go fishing again, but that is his business. It is gull's business to get fish wherever fish may be found out of deep water. End of chapter fourteen.